Warning, this podcast contains adult situations and adult language, and it may or may not involve alcohol. Welcome to this special Q&A question and answer uh, episode we're having for the Wheeler Woe podcast. I, as always, am your host and Dungeon Master, the Blind Rat. And with me, I am drinking a Rainier, in case anyone is wondering. And with me, as always, are three of the most giving and amatory people I know. You know them. You love them. Let's say hi to them. Laura. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Did you have a pretty good week? I did. Nice. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking some Mona Mosa. Mona Mosa. What? <laughs> Delicious, dude. Yeah, let's it's it's brunch. You know, we're recording an hour earlier than normal. We had some breakfast casserole. Uh, things are going mm-hmm. good. We're gonna answer some listener questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Woody. Kielbasa, kielbasa. Not much, man. Uh, how are you feeling about today? Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah? Yeah. Rough one last night? Well, I fucking, you know, I hit it pretty hard, dude. Yeah. I was going hard in the paint, like fucking Dikembe Mutumbe. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. In my house. Um, Dikembe Mutumbe. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. man. He, what, was your, um, what was your favorite thing you had last night to drink, Woody? Oh, was there a personal fave? I really enjoyed. I kicked the night off, well, the day off, mm-hmm. technically. Yep. Sun um, was still up. It was like, you remember that show called Reading Rainbow? Oh, yeah. I was doing oh, Drinking yeah. Rainbow. Nice. <laughs> Drinking Rainbow. And I had uh, a New Holland Dragon Milk Stout, uh, Imperial Milk Stout. So I started off with an 11 percenter. Nice. That's a good night. way to start, man. Uh, buddy. <laughs> that's how I started it. Um, and you know, in between there, just started drinking the rainbow. Yeah. And it was fucking tasty. Fuck yeah. Speaking of tasty, mm. how's it going, James? Mm, I'm good. Nice, man. What are you drinking over there? Uh, I've got two drinks. Yeah. I'm sipping <laughs> on a, uh, a mimosa, mm-hmm. a monomosa. And also I have a Seattle cider, berry rose hard cider. Ooh, nice, man. Keeping it, keeping it spicy. It's over amazing there with, that they sell this all these Seattle all products in fucking Dusseldorf, dude. The shipping is crazy. It's insane. What's <laughs> <laughs> the taxes we have to pay on that? We yeah. import, import, like, yeah. well, all in the tariffs. Dusseldorf. In Dusseldorf, there are no import taxes. <laughs> we just have to pay the export taxes from the fucking stupid U.S. Right, we're getting tariffed the fuck out of because we keep it all legal here, folks. Dusseldorf, Paris, France. So yeah, so we're gonna answer some questions. Uh, we got, we actually got a few, which was awesome. Um, you know, I kind of didn't think we'd get any from y'all. So thanks so much for everyone who sent them in. And let's, uh, let's. For just, those of you that didn't, give me the big <laughs> thumbs down right now. <laughs> Adam. Yeah. yeah, Adam. And you know, if um, I was just about to say, you could. Uh, tweet at us to ask us questions, but I'm realizing that we're not doing this live. No. So no. <laughs> that won't work. Um, we may do this again, though. Yeah, you never know. We might figure out how to do stuff live. So we are fancy. Keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, James, you want to kick us off? Yeah, man. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, 
I think Beyond the Tavern was one of the first questions asked. Um, I think so. One of, one of the first. Um, so this comes at us from at BTT pod. Um, They're pretty dope. Yeah, great podcast as well. Um, so they asked our group, uh, what changes do you like the most and what changes do you like the least? Uh, I think this is in regards to like the two E rules. Yeah, from Pathfinder rules. to Pathfinder playtest. Yeah, so Laura, what do you... What do you like the most about the changes? Um, I this probably might be some of your guys's. I really love the um, action or the combat rules. The, action the economy. Yeah. So you're doing. You have three actions, and you can use them however you want. And certain things cost more. Um, I really appreciate <clears throat> that because I think it gives you a. It just gives you a really nice control over what you're doing instead of being like, oh, well, I'm not using my movement. Should I? Things like that. So um, so I really uh, appreciate that. And then my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at first, I don't know if this was the same in the playtest or in Pathfinder. I really don't like that palette didn't like that paladins had to be lawful good because is that true in the old Pathfinder? yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay well I didn't play a lawful good paladin no. the time before <laughs> um I just don't like lawful good because I have a really hard time <laughs> being that yes, um <laughs> I like to be loosey-goosey um so I I guess that's not a change but that's what I don't like and I really really like now that I don't have to be nice. Sorry, I'm positive. <laughs> it's good to be positive. So my changes uh, that I like the most um, are the feat systems and um, the magic items uh, that have come into play. Uh, it, things are not so difficult. Like the, the the feats are a lot more concise, and there's not like a list of ten thousand different feats that you can take. <laughs> not yet. Um, not yet, at least I guess. But please don't do that. I only it was have so, so much overwhelming. Time in my life. I mean, to be fair, Pathfinder had been around for ten years. Totally. Like by the time we started playing it, you totally. know, it'd been around for you know seven yeah. or so. so adding by then. new ones and stuff. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but I, I do like it, how it's a little more concise, and the skill feats and ancestry feats are all like a little bit separate, so you don't have to feel like you have to go through this whole big list trying to find one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also with the magic items, <clears throat> I like the creativity that you're allowed to have now because in the in the first edition, it was kind of like you had to have the big, like, I think it's like the big five or something like that to like survive into upper levels. And now it it leaves it a little more open-ended to where you can, you can find creative magic items and use them a little more. There was a big five that you had to have. Yeah. We had like ring of protection, uh, cloak of protection, things like that. I wasn't very good at that. I'm a bad GM. I don't like teach you guys that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but also, uh, my least favorite thing about this is sense motive being gone. Bring back sense motive. <laughs> Hashtag thanks, Jason. <laughs> nice, man. What about you, Woody? Um, you know, I'm 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 gonna go that I really appreciate the bloodlines and that you can be off of, as a sorcerer that you can be off of a divine spell list, mm, that's, arcane yeah, spell that's list. Really I cool. think that's really cool. I think that provides a lot of great. Um, 
role playing with two L's and uh, role playing how we like to do it with the LE. So I really appreciate that. I also like, as um, Laura said, um, the actions because with spells, I can now use two actions mm-hmm. or three actions to enhance a spell or heighten a spell. So it really. I don't know. There's a that makes it fun for me personally, yeah. and and as a character, and to really think that uh, Sibuks gets his spells from this divine kind of area that's demonic, and you know, it, it's very cool. I, I enjoy that a lot. Nice, man. What about uh, some you're not so favorable about? Oh, I don't like the character sheet. I don't even like the kid like the changes they made. I there's something about a horizontal character sheet they, that I just don't enjoy. I think that you're just in. I think you're breaking. You're changing something that doesn't need to be changed. That's just my personal opinion. I think yeah. you're doing something to be different for different sake, um, instead of, um, you know, how it's all been done. But that's, I mean, that's just a personal preference. Would it make so. you happy if I told you they updated it? Did they update it again? They did. They, they made did. It up First, it's not. It's not horizontal anymore. Oh, that's are good. you sure? Yeah, the new ones are vertical. So the new ones, the newest, you, newest, the one. newest, newest ones, not, not the, the new, ones, not you the sent second us. newest ones you sent us. Is the second one I sent you? Are those horizontal? Those are horizontal. Those are horizontal. Oh, they just moved. The Bite my string. tongue. Call me a liar, dude. Okay, you're wearing a fucking yellow hat today, my friend. <laughs> yeah, they just moved the strength and your okay. that stuff. Your abilities. They moved that up, uh, which is, I mean, easier. Put it back vertically. But well, th- no, they didn't only move it up, but they put the physical traits on left and mm-hmm. the mental traits on Isn't the right. Isn't that how yeah. it was before? No. no. It oh. was every other, and it was fucking annoying. Oh. So, I mean, I do like that separation, but yeah, I just don't I just don't enjoy yeah. the horizontal. No, I, I mean, I enjoy doing things horizontally, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but don't enjoy I, my I don't, character sheet. Horizontal no pants dance? Horizontal hustle. I don't know what that da, means. Da, 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 da. But yeah, so I think that's... That's really my biggest one. I know people are like, what about the mechanics? And I'm like, if you've listened to our podcast, (laughs) I mean, mean, we're relaxed and that's just not who we are. Nice. Um, What about you? What about you, Joe? So there's a bunch of stuff I really, really like. I really like the action economy like we've already talked about. I really like uh, the way that character creation goes now. There aren't. Uh, the you don't have to pick the perfect race class combo to make an effective character. You can kind of do anything with any uh, any class, any race combo works. Um, I love the fact that uh, sorcerers can go off the divine list. That's just the fucking. That's awesome. That makes me super super happy. Yeah, there's so much about it that I really like. The thing, my least favorite thing about it, uh, I think there's too much stuff. Uh, tied to perception now it's just it's be i mean dex used to be the number one most powerful thing in the game now it's perception and i don't know it seems like bless you we could find a no worries (laughs) james is calling bullshit i think on that dude (laughs) it seems like you could find a happy medium and i i just don't enjoy the way the uh playtest book is laid out uh, I think stuff is in weird places. Like the powers are mixed in with the spell descriptions. I think they should be totally separated. And the uh, feats with the skill feats. Yeah, is the skill feats and feats and ancestry feats all can be like organized a little bit better, I think. But other than that, like I'm, I'm really, really, I'm very pleased with uh, the way the play test is going I, so I, far. I am as well. And I mean, I know there are a lot of, I know there have been, a, there's been a, a little bit, maybe a lot of bit of backlash about, you know, people saying it's not as in depth as the first edition, but I think that Joe, but you address that really well. Yeah. It, one, it's a play test, so this is not the final version of the game. So people who are also comparing D and D five e to Pathfinder two e, you should probably pump your brakes <laughs> and 
park it on the street for a little bit because <laughs> the game's not finished yet. Right. So it's going to look completely different and it's changed already. But also, this is, it's been out since August, so four months. Right. We're comparing it to a game that's been around, an edition that's been around for 10 years. Yeah. Let's just... Mm-hmm. Let's see how it comes. Let's Take let it, it grow. Easy. It's little baby. Let it roll. Caress yeah. its hair. Let it let it come to you. <laughs> Teach you, you know? how to eat. And yeah, the changes dude. so far have been great. Yeah, yeah. No, I think so. And 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 I have thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. we've suckled at the teat for sure. It's been awesome. That's how I smooch people. <laughs> That's how I smooch people. Oh man, uh, James, what's our? Um... Oh, it's me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're loose so, here. We're relaxed. I do. I have um, a question from uh, our buddies Eldritch Dreams. Um, and uh, it's a question for Anaset. So are you ready? I'm ready. The chaps seem like an important gift to Anaset. How did they influence the way you played him? So they were definitely an important gift to me um, because I Anaset is a big fan of pink and smooth. Um, and for them to, to give him something like that was, was a very big honor. Um, that's why I can't believe you gave him back. I know, I know, but that's just the right thing to do. I mean, I've given both of my gifts back. Um, I gave not traditionally what you do with (laughs) gifts. Well, they were, I didn't know if they were a gift or just, I was borrowing them. Anna said is not traditional. No, I think we know that. Uh, I wanted, Nobody bows to butlers. <laughs> I wanted them to know that I appreciated it and it was theirs and I wanted to give it back. And um, it, it has changed how Anaset played, uh, plays a little bit mm-hmm. um, in that uh, it did definitely shape who he was as a character. Um, I play, I started playing him a little more naive and like unaware of like what culture is like in the big city. Mm-hmm. Um after that, after that situation, uh, as opposed to like kind of being a big shot, like at, at the beginning, I kind of wanted him to be like a, oh, I understand the city and things like that. But after that one specific <laughs> moment, I played him definitely less like that. Right. Um, uh, it's his first time in the big, big city. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Coming from Riverwood, it wasn't as big. And uh, even before that, he came from somewhere else. And um, yeah, there so. is there is a college in uh <clears throat> in Riverwood. Uh, Stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. You'll find out more about that in later verses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's that's our university. <laughs> so that's a great question. Thanks, uh, Sean. Um, so I'm going to roll this over. Yeah. Um, Joe, our, our homegirl, uh, Emily, at Within the Waves, uh, sent us a question. Um, also, if you haven't checked them out, you should check them out. Uh, they're four super cool people. Um, we love them very much. So, Emily, thanks uh, thanks for shooting us a question. I mean, not us. You shot Joey a question. Selfish. <laughs> but we still love you. Um, so, Emily's going to... This is kind of a three-parter here, it all is, right? So, I let's know. go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's start with the first one. Uh, what's Malak based off of? So, Malak is based off of uh, the ancient city of Carthage. I, When thinking about the new campaign and stuff, I was watching a lot of uh, YouTube videos on, like, the war between the Romans and the Carthaginians. Carthaginians? People that lived in Carthage. Uh, super dope wars. Uh, the ancient Carthage is an awesome city. Um, like, if you don't know about it check it out it's pretty cool and i think it's also in this game seven wonders carthage is carthage in the game of seven wonders the board game 
probably. I'm just thinking. Um, I mean, we're nerding out here a little bit. It's in civilization, so. like if the, those yeah, games. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah, very. It is a very cool city. Yeah. So I think that was I really remember, cool that you yeah. took it off of off of that. And I think so, like really North Africa, you know, the Horn of Africa. No, no yeah. North Africa, not the Horn. Um, so Carthage, Morocco, that whole area up there in Northern Africa. Dope, dude. So, um, what's the what's the culture and the climate like? Right. So it like continuing with that theme of North Africa, and I don't do a good job of expressing the city as a character the way I should. Um, but Hold yeah, on to your pants, real quick, dude. Nice, dude. Oh, around, that sound that's makes what the culture's like around so here, happy. dude. And yeah, so it's. Um, it's a it's a port city. It's got the largest harbor in the entire world. So there's people, different people coming in all the time. Uh, it is ruled by Queen Dido, um, who has a pretty fair and just court. Uh, most people in Malak are happy and relatively well off. And we can even see like the Warrens are going under renaissance these days hopefully not a gentrification no there's a difference between a renaissance and a gentrification i think just that kind of that whole north african feel like there's a lot of trading there the grand bazaar is huge you can whatever you want to buy you can find there Uh, lots of drugs are legal or at least not cared about um yeah, what what was the third part of old? So I think that the third part of that is along with the culture and the climate, um, and you touched on this a little bit, the economic system. Yeah, and I think we you can kind of hear that in the world, but do you want to expand upon that a little bit? Just because totally. we don't because we spend a lot of time, our characters spend a lot of time in the Warren. So what does that look like in terms of the Grand Bazaar? Yeah, or you know, and the lights that go on. I know that's something that we've subtly touched on in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is a seafaring economy. It does a lot of trading with the Grand Kingdom of Kazan, and it even does trading with the Vez Empire because there hasn't been war officially declared, mm. declared yet. There's just tensions. Ooh, yes. uh, so they do uh, trade with the huge empire to the north of them. And yeah, so the city is broken up into seven different districts. Uh, there's the Warrens, the Harbor, the Temple District, uh, the Grand Bazaar or Merchants District, uh, and the Gold District. And each one of those are denote each one of those districts are denote, denoted by these arcane street lamps, basically arcane street lamps that nobody really knows how they were made. And there's corresponding colors that go along to each one. And yeah, the Warrens, the way you know in, you're going into the Warrens is because those street lights radiate this like black, purple light. And the Gold District obviously has gold light. Gold, yeah, the Gold District is gold. The Merchants District is green. The Harbor District is white. And the Temple District is yellow. And there's some other ones that go along in there too. But yeah, so the city is broken up into districts. But for the most part, there's a lot of intermingling. It's not super... Um, class-based or stratified by wealth you can be super poor and make a ton of money and then be like next to the queen if you make enough money so it's a pretty free and open market it's actually like a free economy and not just one that pretends like it's (laughs) free economy weird i know so I guess, I mean, let's just talk about all the fun stuff now that we've talked a little politics and money. Um, let's talk about religion. Um, the game obviously isn't set with the uh, 2E uh, pantheon. Um, so just can you talk about uh, the religion of the world and where some of these we've heard a couple, you know, so Jews. 
Um, so could you just uh, expand upon that a little bit, Joe? You know, maybe how you came up with these, what they mean to the world? For sure. So there's pretty much just a single pantheon in the world, but different cultures view the different gods different ways. Um, so they'll have different names for different gods. But where I get most of my names are they're just bastardizations of transliterations of biblical Hebrew. I type in a word that signifies the God into Google Translate into old school Hebrew, and it gives you transliteration, which is basically <clears throat> the Americanized spelling of how you'd pronounce it in Hebrew. And then I kind of change those words a little bit. That's awesome. Yeah, it makes it sound weird. Like Maveth means, I forget the exact word, but it basically means death in old Hebrew. If you actually said it correctly and spelled right. it out right, yeah, it absolutely. would actually mean death in biblical Hebrew. And so that's where most of my gods come from. The one, I mean, Ma Beth, she's been around for a while. <laughs> Ma Beth's been around for at least one campaign, maybe even two. It's hard to sell all of our campaigns kind of blend in together. And there's, you know, there's seven or eight other gods. We've met a few. We've met Esh, uh, the goddess of fire and passion. Uh, we've met Lystra, the goddess of protection and motherhood. Uh, she's kind of like the queen bee god. Uh, there's a few that we haven't met. We've talked about Dayen, real. You guys haven't heard about him, but he's the god of judges and justice. Uh, there's Chevath, who's the lord of light and father of life. He's basically Lystra's ex-husband. <laughs> yeah. She's a liberated Sa woman. Yeah, no, totally. And yeah, Chavath is kind of a dick. He's always trying to bang <laughs> Maveth, who's his half-daughter. Oh. That's um, gross. Yeah, well, gods are weird. <laughs> gods do weird stuff. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a Greek pantheon. That's basically what it is. And just the different cultures from all over the world view these gods in different lights and revere some and hate others. Detest others. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pretty standard fare. Well, cool, man. Well, again, thanks, Emily, at, uh, Within the Waves. If you have checked them out, check them out. And uh, Joe, thanks for, you know, answering those. Dude. Yeah, it's a that's pretty cool. Dump. A lot of, lot of fun. Yeah. So I got the next question here. Um, this one comes uh, to us from our, our, our good friends over at uh, Hideous Laughter Podcast. Who are those guys? Dude? I know, right? Um, <laughs> if you've been listening to us, you should definitely listen to them if you haven't. Um, they're on Twitter at Laughter Hideous. Uh, and their question comes to our group. Um, and it's, what's the tastiest brew or your favorite drink in Malak? Um, Sabooks, do you want to enlighten us on your favorite? So... Um, <clears throat> Sabuks has drank a couple different things, but I think if you notice in the game, he specifically takes a lot of shots of whiskey and or bourbon and seems to really like that. So I think that's Sabuks' uh, favorite drink. His least favorite drink is obviously the one that's made at uh, his uh, parents' inn, at his family's inn, the Blue Ivy. Yeah, Blue Ivy. Oh, blue you Ivy. don't like the oh. Blue Ivy. I think I made that abundantly clear, but somehow <laughs> that got just like, everybody's like, oh, you really like that. And I was like... No, when I said, oh, what's that shitty shot we used to drink here? <laughs> I guess I just didn't come off strong enough. But um, Cannon, dude. Cannon, dude. Cannon. Drink. But, um, but no, I think bourbon and whiskey is, is definitely Sabuks' uh, favorite and his uh, tastiest brew, although I'm sure there's more to be explored. Nice. Uh, Joey, what is Derib's favorite drink in Malak? Uh It's that... Uh, Special drink from the sacred desert of Eraku. The cactus shit. Nice. Yeah. The, the peyote type. Mm -hmm. Nice. But when he's not like celebrating uh, with Mona slash Lejni, uh, he will drink. I think he's, I think 
I think he started to drink mimosas a little bit. Ooh, mimosas. Does he, so. When I he orders them, does he ask for a monomosa or I, a mimosa? I, I think... Have they been slightly disappointing, though, lately? <laughs> they haven't been <laughs> as tasty lately. <laughs> God damn it. They don't know that yet. No, they yeah, don't know that yet. <laughs> well, you did post the, that the on... The mimosas have been slightly disappointing right. lately. What did I post it on? You posted on that picture of your character sheet, Laura. Oh, oh yeah. and on yeah. my, in my notes, <laughs> Mona has bad sex. <laughs> that's a hint, folks. Stay tuned. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that's what Derib's drinking. Sunkey's favorite drink is anything that isn't water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that anything with alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what about what about Mona? What's Mona's fave? Mona Mosa. Yeah, that's a stupid, Bam. That's that a stupid question. Yeah, it's not. Well, <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> My question to Mona was stupid. Um, so I mean, for Anna Set, uh, I, I second what Sabuk says in a previous episode. I think you see that. Uh, Anaset cannot handle the blue ivy. Um, and Anaset's favorite uh, is probably uh, like a, a deep red wine. Oh, he, he likes dark red wine. He doesn't drink wow. it a lot. It's uh, character development. He kind of like really likes specific red wines. And so he has, has Tiffany some, opened his world. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> she's like I had some really good red wine. Popped his the, cork. At our first dinner together. Yeah. Um, at the uh, kingdom. Nice. And um, I think they make really good wine over in Riverwood because they yeah. have a lot of like oak. Oh, yeah. So they make a lot of casks. Totally. Um, so, yeah. So he doesn't nice. drink it at, at uh, Nine Hills because they don't have any good red wine. Not yet, dude. That's Not yet. So um, I think we're going to stay down this same a little bit of a through line here. Uh, the next question actually comes from a character uh, from Hideous Laughter. Mm. Um, and this is directed at our... GM mm-hmm. slash DM. Mm-hmm. Um, so here comes my best bastardization of fucking. Here we go. <clears throat> Blind rat. Does anyone in Malak worship Farasma? Good job. That was good. That was good, good effort. One. That was good. I thought Ma- it wasn't terrible. I thought Matumbe was here at the table. <laughs> Anybody um, listening to this that listens to them is like, I can definitely tell that Matumbe was not here at the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Maybe maybe we can find out if he is. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> one of that motherfuckers, nice, dude. Uh, the answer. Yeah, no, they they don't. Uh, I <laughs> easy answer. Yeah, <laughs> like Phrasma's dope. Don't get me wrong. Um, Great eighties movie. Yeah, but Mavath is just way fucking cooler. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> no getting around it, dude. I get heart sparkles. Did you yeah. hear that, you guys? We're did starting, did a religious to... gauntlet get thrown down? We're, we're going to... on a fucking crusade She's to Ohio, dude. Wolf Mother, the fucking Black Wing, dude. We're fucking Guardian of the Grey Gate. Goddess feud, I love Yeah, that. I mean, the... Oh, man. Don't eat... Yeah, no. So, no, nobody does. <laughs> All right, so our next question is from Derek. Um, and, uh, his, he's at Derek Foo, lots of numbers. Yeah, with a bunch of numbers. Derek Foo, and fuck all those numbers in your twiddle handle. Change that. Your twiddle handle? Your twiddle twaddle handler. Derek, go to, go to settings and you can change your handle. Do it now. (laughs) Okay. So, um. Just kidding, dude. I love you. You Uh, so Derek asked James. 
Um, how many times has Anaset strained his finger practicing with his spinning belt? Oh. Sprained or strained? Should sprained. say sprained. Sprained. Probably. Sprained. I'm a bad finger. typist. Uh, he, when he first got the belt, he mm-hmm. definitely sprained his fingers quite a bit um, and like broke a lot of bottles. Um, maybe burned some holes in a couple of floors with uh, some volatile chemicals. Um, but as as time went on, as with anything, with practice comes greatness. Yeah. I think that's the phrase that I just made up. With practice comes greatness. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, I just said um, twiddle twaddle <laughs> handler, dude. Um, yeah, so uh, with practice comes perfect is what I meant to say. Um, and he's still not quite perfect. Like he'll still like nick a little bottle here and there, but it doesn't break. And he's, he's got his muscle memory down pretty well now. Uh, but definitely some sprained fingers and, um, in the beginning. Yeah. And some blood from, um, getting caught in between the spring mechanisms. I think about it. Like it is kind of like when I first, like when I got my first pair of nunchucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like you, you practice with those, but that just ends in pain. You would have a yeah. pair of nunchucks <laughs> hanging on my wall, dude. Good answer, though. Thank you. Good question, you. Derek. Um, are you ready to answer a question there, Joey? Um, sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, this one comes from us. Uh, comes from uh, another great podcast um, at uh, LCP D and D. Hell yeah, Wild West. Yeah, dude. Wild uh, West from Fantasy. Fungin Master Tim um, on Twitter. He's at Ida. Grab your gun. <laughs> Just, um, is just, that what it says? Yeah, it's that's what his Twitter handle is. Oh, this says Ida. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry, Don't Joey. worry about the things <laughs> that I type. <laughs> I was reading about, it says Ida Bra yeah. by your GM yep. is what I read. And Let's I was like, remind that's everyone. really Let's confusing. Let's tell everyone all about it. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's a funny typo. I appreciate those. So for, for everyone again, it's I, at Ida Grab Your Gun. <laughs> Hi, Tim. And Fungin Master Tim. I memorized, awesome I memorized your Twitter handle because I, I love you. Your Twitter handle uh your twiddle handle what is his what is twiddle um, um, so so this question comes masters. to joey as yep. the gm yeah um bless you and it's also kind of a two-part question okay um, but it it combines into one how do you deal with the city being so big poorly and, um, do you make most of it up on the fly yes. or do you have a lot of it <laughs> cool next no so no, <laughs> sorry james finish the <laughs> uh, do you make it up on the fly or do you come with a lot of it prepared okay um, so, I mean, I think we can all know by now that I don't come prepared. Well, preparation is an interesting term. I think about it all the time. But as far as like taking notes and shit, no, not much. Um, though I have probably 12 pages of type written shit on my computer. I don't ever look at them when we're playing. Uh, that just doesn't work out. So most stuff gets made up on the fly. And it is a huge city, and I don't often do a uh, a good enough job at expressing just how big and full of people it is. Um, it's hard to do, but yeah, so poorly and on the fly. <laughs> Those are the two answers. And to, to to back you up on that a little bit, though, I think you're being a little hard on yourself. You should back me up because it is. You've created an awesome place, and I think the way that you do it is you have the feeling of the city built in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you come at the, on the fly a lot easier because you have that little backstory behind your, your improv. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just make it up on the fly. It's not like, Oh shit, I didn't even think about this. Right. Like, like I think about, about it everything. all week. Yeah. yeah. So you do, you do come prepared. Don't, don't 
down yourself like that. Right. That's what I was saying. Preparation is just an interesting term because it means different things. You know, some people like have all their note cards and everything and they're ready to go. Right. Me. And that, yeah, that's like a tight. Well, I need run. note cards in order to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you do. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. But that also, I feel like, Joe, you do a great job of not putting us on the choo-choo train by doing that. Mm. Right. Which is something I think that you appreciate about us and that we appreciate about you. Yeah, I'm glad you guys can roll with it. Like, you know, I I don't talk very much. Well, maybe I talk more than I think, but I try and let you guys do all the as much talking as possible. Yeah, and you also run with our like our little asides that a lot of groups do and the DM kind of goes like, "Oh, that's funny, but that's not real." Like I think in one of the episodes I had a thing that was like um uh Garbs. Uh, Laura was making fun of Woody for saying garbs. And oh. I was like, oh, that's my favorite store in Malak. And you're like, yep, fucking canon. That that's it. <laughs> so that's my favorite. I don't think that one's come out yet. It might be soon, but I don't. But that's my favorite. One of my favorite moments we've had. It was just the best. That did come out. Is that out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When, I think it was yeah. in six. When uh, Sabooks is going clothes shopping and we're talking about the clothing store and Woody says he wants garbs and Laura says you don't pluralize garbs and James says oh there's definitely a place in here called garbs and I said yeah it's like the forever 21 like that's just four awesome ideas getting melded into one like on the fly and, and like, I'm the naysayer right no but you like <laughs> it's just like the fucking best man it's just an example of like why I love playing with you guys and then another example you're you were like okay I go clothes shopping at this fancy place and you you're like okay Laura what is that store name <laughs> yeah Fucking Ropa. <laughs> and that, that got released Has today. That, is that out? Is that, that seven? That's what we just released today. Oh, that's yeah. seven? Oh, yeah. shit. What was his name again? Marco. Marco. Wait wait for Marco, folks. <laughs> I'll make you look fucking like a peacock. <laughs> that's the name of the episode, right? Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> um, also, we drank sangria. San- was, yep, were yeah. we drinking sangria? They served sangria in the store because yeah. they wouldn't serve mimosas. If you haven't listened to verse seven, you're not missing anything super important, but catch the fuck up. <laughs> Also, it just reminds me of that part in that Disney movie called Blank Check where the kid goes clothes shopping yeah. and they like got all the music yeah. and he's like drinking juice. Yeah. Dude, he's I literally to, drinking yeah. juice. I put and music in like, the store. Mm, ta, ta, mm, ta. I wanted to get that feeling across of like the montage you see in yeah. every movie where the girl <laughs> goes into the clothing room and comes out and her mom and best friend are like, not that one. So something I wanted to bring up here just on the fly is that, Joe, you've, you, you said in the preface... Um, this is an ode to the world, and it's something I found interesting that you didn't address in Emily's question, but the world is an ode to everything that you love. Yeah. And when we talk about montages, all of us here at the table really enjoy a lot of things, all things 80s. So I think that that, I mean, the montage, yeah, I mean, an, there's a classic, you're not an I'm 80s an, movie. I'm an 80s kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's fun too. Cool. I'm glad you guys have fun. It's the most important thing. So, so um, we, we've had some, we've read some of the questions on Twitter. Um, so uh, I'll kick it off with just questions that we have Ooh, for nice. each other. So here's a question for everybody, but I'll start with Joe. Um, we call all of our episodes, quotations, you know, chapters and verses. So if you could name the book, what would this book be called? What would the, oh, Joe's <laughs> the trials and tribulations yeah. of the fierce and foursome? Yeah, the deflowering of juice. Nice. I would call it 
I mean, honestly, no, because I wouldn't call it that because I was going to say it would be called Malak City of Sales, but you guys are the main thing that's kicking it off. So, I mean, I would call it something to the effect of, um, I don't fucking know. Laura, what would you call it? You read more than I do. Don't make me do it. No, it's a question to everybody. Everybody has to answer this question. I'm answering it. I'll get to it. I mean, Mona would just call it Mona Mosa. Yeah. Yeah, Um, but what would Laura call it? I know. That's why I just, I had an easy out for a sec. Mona's not that vain. (laughs) Mona's not that vain? No. But she really loves mimosas. She does. Homegirl starts drinking it. It's a good question, Woody. It's a good question. It is a great question. Wait, I, I... I feel like don't use the fucking excuse. We're not far enough along in the book that we no, can't. That's not what I, I could was see it in say. both of your eyes, dude. I could see it in your yellow eyes. You had them yellow eyes. I think? would say, what if it was like, oh, the secrets of Malak. Okay, that's good. Like the the, you know. Yeah, because we're just starting to explore some of that stuff. We won't say what it is yet because that hasn't come out yet. I think I would go with, um, this is going to sound so cheesy, but um, something like the Warrens creates bastards or something like that. <laughs> are we bastards? We're the bastards. I Well, <laughs> I would just call it bastards of the Warrens then. <laughs> I was thinking that. Um, yeah, we, like the whole idea of like uncovering secrets you know is pretty good um we could do like a a game of thrones title no like the no we can't winds in the sails (laughs) the winds in the sails it's a great song no i was gonna be like the the a feast of crows that's a great title (laughs) a feast of crows that's a good title i know it's that's too heavy well it's one of it's one of his too I don't know, Joe. You're the creator of the world. Yeah. What do you think, man? I think I would call it um, plunging deep into Malak. <laughs> yeah. Is that a porn? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, the way we play, yeah. Is there a difference? <laughs> Erotic <laughs> literature is still literature. Yep. <laughs> yep, 100%. What about you, man? It's my question to you guys. <laughs> I don't have to answer it. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Fair trade. Um, no, it's a tough one. I, I, I mean, question. I think that you could go many different routes. I think, um, you know, you could, it could be it could be a series of books. So this could be called, you know, Malak and the uh, the sewing of the Warrens. I think, mm. it, you know, the sewing of the Warrens could be the mm. the. <laughs> yes, that's pretty good. Yes, yeah, that good. Uh, you know, but I think it's something. I think that that we we take place, or you know, um, you know, I, I I think the sewing of the Warrens is about you know Malak, the sewing of the Warrens. Yeah. and I think that that's the first. That's good. Like cool. the mother of death and passion. I don't know. Thinking about goddesses. Yeah. So Lystra isn't actually the god. Of, uh, she's not Lystra's mother. Just Lystra's so you, or Lystra's sorry, Lystra mother? is not Esh's mother. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Half half sister yeah. of Mavath, huh? Of Mavath and Saba. We can cut Saba. that out. I'm yeah. sorry, Joey. No, 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 no. I mean, Woody. <laughs> you were talking and I just had my thought out. No, it's fine. I I, I think that's what I would I call we, it. I think yeah, it'd be like Malak the sewing of the Warrens. I like it. Nice. Um, okay. Who's got the next question? 
I do. Sweet, man. This one's for Woody. <laughs> I'm like prepped, but then I'm not prepped. Not okay, bad. so my my question for you, Joey. Is this, so is this Mona asking me or is this Laura asking me? This was, so it was already kind of asked. This was me asking, but was there anything about create when you were creating this world mm -hmm. what was the spark or jumping off point do you feel what part did you start with when you were building it uh the theme of i wanted it to be set in a place like carthage i wanted it to be a big harbor city because we had talked about i asked you guys uh where what sort of environment you wanted to start off in and uh, we'd never really run a big city game before. Uh, this was kind of our first no, it was super new for us. <clears throat> yeah. This is our first campaign set in a major city. So that's kind of what we had all agreed on before we started. So I was just thinking of like, what are, you know, what's, what are cool cities? And I, like I said, I was, I, I just watched this like hour long documentary on the Punic Wars and I was like, fucking Carthage, fuck you, Rome. Uh, you could suck a dick. The world would be a better <laughs> place if Carthage had won those wars. Uh, that's just a true <laughs> fact, dude. That is a true motherfucking fact. Truth bomb. Yeah, truth bomb. Fuck Rome. Long live Carthage. Uh, so yeah, basically that. Living out my fantasies of what the world would be like if Carthage was cooler than Rome. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have two questions for you. Yeah, one of them might get answered, might not. One of them comes from jo uh, James mm -hmm. to Joey. Yep. Um, what's been your biggest struggle in our current campaign? This is a two-part question. Oh, shit. So I have three questions, really. Okay. Uh, so the biggest struggle, I mean, we don't really have struggles. I mean, obviously, like, maps and shit, but I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, I would say, like, in your running of... Right, our, right. Our Just getting used to the new system, honestly. Um, I know Pathfinder pretty goddamn well, right? And one of the things I'm most excited about for the Pathfinder 2E is the goddamn SRD. Uh, the fact that like just getting trying to find stuff in the playtest book is kind of a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. And so just getting used to that, the whole new system, that's been that's been the biggest struggle. Because, um, I mean, you guys are fucking you guys are a breeze to run for. And Are I'm, we? Yeah. Do you really feel that way or do you just not want to say that to us? No, I, I honestly do, man. Cool. I mean, sometimes folks throw monkey wrenches into the works, but don't, that's just... Don't stare at me like don't that. Don't stare at you when I say that. Don't, uh, don't look at me like that, dude. You know what? That's my job as that a player. Is, goddamn. Uh, and it's my job as a GMDM to fucking deal with that, roll with it. But yeah, so I mean, honestly, my biggest struggle has been just getting used to a new system. Because if you ever think that it's a good idea to start a podcast with a brand new system that you never played before, eh, it works. <laughs> you can work it out, dude. And what about what's your biggest joy been in this campaign? You guys. I mean, that's an easy question. Cool. Uh, it's, it's you three. Uh, you three are the best. Uh, I, we've talked about it before, probably in the preface and on Twitter and stuff. Uh, it's, it's taken a while to get together a group that is this cool. Um, well, we fucking love you too, buddy. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just good time. Charlie over here, man. So my second question comes from Anna set mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. Tiffany. Yep. Um, 
Anaset's interested in knowing what her original interest in him was. Yeah. And why she asked him on a date. It's a bold question. Yeah. I mean, you guys have... It's been about a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> stuff has happened between the two of you. Yeah, we went through like a life-endangered yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, I think what she would tell you... I introduced her to her hero. Yeah. Do you have dice with you? Uh, no. Okay. But I... I think what she would tell you is she was first just using you for a story, uh, but then she caught feelings for you. You didn't know it. I knew it. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I think she would tell you, like, while you were holding hands walking around uh, Malak Harbor together, if you asked her that, I think she would, like, you know, squeeze your hand and be like, well, at first it was uh, just to get a, just to get a story, but... You're really interesting. <laughs> and you're a goblin, and it really pisses my mom off. <laughs> yeah. She, do- she doesn't say that. Been used a lot as the bad boy. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. God damn, man. Yeah, Tiffany. That's awesome, man. Tiffany's I mean, fantastic. Tiff. That's awesome, Tiff. Yeah, I, I love her. I love all most of the NPCs. Yeah. I love Jeff. You guys don't know Jeff yet. I introduced a, a new drinking rule on on Discord um, that you drink when Tiff says I'm I'm here. I'm too. here too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here too. So here's I here's an off kilter question. Uh, sorry to go off the list, no, but cool. uh, fuck it, dude. Do, what you, we're relaxed. Do here. you three remember Jeff? From the, the last episode? From the last episode? <laughs> Wait, oh, the yeah. last episode the we last released? Verse? No, 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 no. The, the, the one, one that hasn't, hasn't come out yet. yet. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, not the guard. That's Randy. Randy's the one guard. Do you remember Jeff? Is he, you, the, uh, is he the other I dude? I think both the- Laura and Woody wrote his name down. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were both very upset with Jeff. Oh, I, oh. But we can't, yes. yeah. No, there's Gerald. I know no, right, no. Gerald is. Jeff was another dude. Wait, can I see your notes real quick, dude? Because yeah. you said I wrote it down. <laughs> I don't write shit down, so this must have been important. Oh, no. oh yeah. He got added there, There's a quote from, from James in verse 13, which hasn't come out yet, but there's just a quote from James that says, uh-oh, he's writing a murder list. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. But yeah. I'm going to have to go back and listen to this. Man, I was yeah. fucking <laughs> hammered. Our, our NPCs are all... Okay, sorry about that. I just wanted to... I love I love the just NPCs. Big lettering. Yeah. Okay. okay, my I'll next... I'll probably look at my character sheet and <laughs> see Jeff written on their back. Okay, murder and Jeff, whoever the fuck that is. I was very angry, too. I was writing it down very yeah. angrily. Um, so my next question is for you, Woody. Oh, shit. Um, well, it's for Sabooks. Okay. It's so, for Sa- who is it from? Is it from Mona from or from Laura? Uh, it's from Mona. Okay. It's a very feelings-y okay. question from Mona, which isn't normally her thing. Yeah. But um, what do you miss most about Dowrin? And while you were there, what did you miss most about Malak? Ooh. Wow, that's a fucking good question. Flip flopper, dude. Um, you know, I think a lot. So we talk about characters and stuff like that, and I think that um, Dowrin is a place. I mean, it's obviously set in the Midwest, like it comes from a town of the Midwest and things like that. But it's also a small town, which is where I originally come from. So you it, were the one that designed Dowrin. I re- right? designed Dowrin. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
And I think that because it's a small town, I think it has a lot, it's the same pros and cons that Woody feels as a person living in a big city as opposed to living in like a one square mile town Uh that he grew up in. So I think a lot of, and trying to relate it back to Sabooks, I think what Sabooks misses is the calmness, the knowing everyone, the sense of being in a new place. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, you know, that's what he loved about Darren. And I think that's what he really missed, missed about it. Mm-hmm. And I think Malak is his home. Yeah. But I think as with many people, all of us have a love-hate relationship with the place we grew up. Mm-hmm. I, I firmly believe that. I think authors, writers, poets, we have this, we have, they have a, a distinct love-hate relationship with the place they grew up. Because um, it always, it gives you this sense. So I think Sabooks feels the same way. He loves Malak, but he hates Malak uh, in terms of what his family was and now what they are. And things are mm-hmm. changing at such a rapid pace that mm-hmm. I think Woody the player forgets that how long they've actually been in the game for. I know. And, and that's it's hard. And it's, and it's hard. And I think that's really hard on him. I think he's dealing with a lot of things. Um, you know, his grandfather passing away is a way of me dealing with my grandfather passing away Mm -hmm. that passed away five years ago, but you still God, maybe it's probably been longer than that now, but just in terms of, I I think you, you deal with that. And I, as a person, am very family oriented. I love my family, um, very much. If you can't hear that in the way I talk about my nephew and him listening (laughs) to the podcast, but I think Sabooks is the same way. I think that it's really hard. It's a very, it's like a Shrek says, says, you know, he's got a lot of layers. He's like a fucking <laughs> onion, dude. Not, not, not no parfait. I mean, parfait is everybody's favorite dessert, but, but I think that's, I think that's a lot to do with it. I think there's a lot of personal struggle for Sabooks with yeah. Malak where Dowerin didn't present that, but then Dowerin didn't present the same amount of hope and as many layers mm-hmm. as Malak does. I think that answers the question or that just might be me fucking three and a half minutes of spewing nonsense. No, that was good. Yeah, that answered it. Who's next, man? Who's got the next question to answer or ask? Um, I wrote this question as... Um, oh. Um, I wrote this question originally as... Did I write your cues wrong? I don't know. Fuck, who gives a shit? Yeah, anyway. We're off the fucking yeah. rails. We're relaxed here. Fuck it. I yeah, wrote, no, go for I wrote it, this question originally as from just someone to to Mona, but I think this will come from Anaset. Okay. Um, it's not quite revealed yet that, that, uh, um, of how things turned out with you and Lystra. Right. Um, mm-hmm. to, to the group, but the listeners now know. Um, but I guess I would, I would ask, are there any beliefs in Lystra in the Lystra faith that you don't personally agree with? Um, it, it's sort of a yes and no. Um, Mona, what? I just like that you made yes and no one word. It's like sort that. of a yes and no. Yeah, sort yeah. of a yes and no. I'm Californian. Yeah. That's how we talk. Kill Cali is a state murder. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that, um, she believes in all of the things that Lystra believes, or that she believes strongly in all of the things that Lystra, um, protects and works towards. Um, but I think she gets frustrated by, um, the way they place emphasis. uh, Some of her followers place emphasis on, um, like physical motherhood, Mm -hmm. um, over, um, I, I think that 
uh, Mona sees Lystra as the mother of all. And as it's her job to also be a mother to all, not like mothering all, but, but in the way that you fight for all, um, and, and the way that she protects all, you know, with everything that she's got. And I think that that's what Mona wants to be like, and she's all for that. But I don't think that, I think that she has, um, a very complicated, um, like many women do, um, sort of idea of motherhood. I think that she is, uh, at, she's not a mother yet. And so I think it's terrifying to her to think about being a mother and being solely responsible for one human. And then like but it thinking, would be an elf. what? It would be an elf. Right. For sorry, solely responsible. I'm not talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to Can I can I can I ask a question? Yeah. Just something that's spurred off of that and I, this may get real fucking deep real quick, but I'm a few mimosas in, so let's just do it. Um that there's this pressure to you have to birth a child. Yeah. But does that mean that someone who can't do that you know, something there th that may not be an opportunity for them. Right. But does Listress, do you think that Listress still doesn't view them as, no, can be a mother? They can still like, I'm, you know what I'm, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they can still be a mother. No, I think that she thinks that, I think that a lot of the followers and like the way that, cause you just know when, when religions have power mm, and yep. power mm -hmm. structures, things <laughs> mm -hmm. get skewed, right? Yeah. Right. So or they take it how they want to take it. Yeah. And I feel like Mona wholeheartedly believes in her goddess, but she doesn't wholeheartedly believe in even the power structures within her religion. And that's how everyone should be. <laughs> um, Man, yeah. And we've talked about fucking economics, <laughs> politics, religion, all those things you're not supposed to talk about when you're drinking. Yeah. Fucking so my second part of that question is how does she deal with that internally? Yeah, that conflict. Um, internally, I think um, she uh, enjoys sleeping with elves because <laughs> it's built-in birth control. Yeah. Um, K-juice takes dose to tango. Don't forget it, folks. So she's um, very concerned with becoming a mother, and her lifestyle is not really conducive to that. She's a little freaked out by the way that Robin attached to her, and she like she's like, oh my gosh, I'm like the worst role model for somebody. But there's a lot of women... Um, in Malak right now, like especially in the sex worker scene that are big fans of Mona, you're starting, you're like the first dojo, uh, <laughs> whorehouse dojo whorehouse ever, ever in yeah. the history of gaming. So congrats in, in the history of game, I don't know if that's true. Well, maybe in gaming, but there's totally one in Firefly. Yeah, there are. There well, they are, get there. They're definitely like, they get close. Yeah. Assassin sex Thanks, workers Joss. in a bunch of games. <laughs> wow, those were really good questions, dude. Thank you. Those yeah, were, yeah. Job. Wow, guys. This is just good questions. I mean, from everybody on Twitter and stuff. Tweet, like, I'm like, wow, this has gone a little deeper than totally, <laughs> I thought man. it was going to. But that's cool, man. Do we have any, are there more questions from the folks? Actually, yeah. now that you speak of it, um, we do have a question for you, Joe. Uh-oh. Um, and this comes from... Uh, all the way in New Zealand, land of the Kiwis, yeah. um, from Fate of Ison. Um, 
Specifically, they like to know what you're drinking and how much of it are you drinking. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I was they like, actually, I didn't read that they, one. This is actually a really good question. Um, I, I, I personally really like this one, but Fate of Ison asks you, and if you haven't listened to their show, you should. Yeah, they're fucking great. great. They're, they're fucking, so funny. Um, really funny. It is, at what point did you know the Nine Hells was going to be an important part of the story? Uh, before we even started. No way. Yo, so... Uh, we ran a while back. We were running through uh, Carrion Crown, and one of the NPCs, Gibbs, who, if you're listening to Hideous Laughter or Swords and Sword Pod or a bunch of other, well, those are the only two I know of that are running Carrion Crown. Uh, there's an NPC named Gibbs, and for whatever reason, his swear word that I came up with was "What in the non hills." And he said it all the fucking time. It's like all, <laughs> all he ever time. said. Yeah. And it was really annoying and awesome. And so it was kind of like a running joke in our group, like the Nine Hells. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's there's got to be a bar called the Nine Hells. And then the more I started thinking about the Nine Hells and I was like, oh, there's also a goblin band that plays there called Pink and Smooth, which is based on the actual real life band called Pinkly Smooth, um, who... I knew a guy in that band who's no longer around, but they were a dope, super dope band. Um, and so this is my little nod to them. And yeah, so I was just like, okay, it's going to be big. And then, um, yeah, the, the kind of Sabooks buying the bar that just kind of, I didn't know that iron was going to die. I, I, I didn't plan on him dying. That just happened with the dice and the combat. I had no idea he was going to die. And so once he died, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> now, <laughs> now what's going to happen? So, yeah. So before we even started, I knew the Nine Hells is going to feature in the campaign. But then once in the Battle of Graveyard Hill where Iron gets killed, uh, that's when it really became prominent. Once one of the PCs, once Sabooks took it over, um, that's when it like really took on a life of its own. But yeah. Good question, guys. Yeah, it's it a great question. Um, or Iron, dude. R.I.P. Yeah, Iron. I know. Miss him. Whatever. Fuck. If anybody, like, uh, fuck Iron, dude. He bailed on my grandpa. Yeah. If anybody skipped our Halloween episodes, um, I would recommend going back and listening to at least the beginning of, of the first one. Um, Laura wrote a really, really awesome thing in regards to Maveth and Iron. That's true. That I think you should listen it is, to. Yeah, you absolutely should. It's true yeah, facts. Fun story, I wrote that for Joey because Why? I was late on sending him my character <laughs> sheets for the Halloween stuff. Because you hadn't done your so homework. So I had to apologize. <laughs> Sometimes people don't do homework and then they have to do makeup work. Um, I want to get a little deeper into Sabooks, if you don't uh, mind. Great, I haven't gotten deep enough. I, I got a I got a question for Woody. For um, me? For, for Sabooks. For Sabooks? Okay. Sabooks. Is this coming from James or is it coming this from Anaset? This is Anaset? coming from Anaset. I okay. didn't think about us asking questions in character, but um, Anaset sees the struggle that, that uh, Sabooks has been having and s seeing how like strong he's been kind of staying. Struggle and is real. And he starts to worry about you a little bit, and he wants to know... Um, like the the first second we kind of get some alone time in in the nine hills um how are you feeling about your brother being dead yeah tomlin <sighs> that's out I, now right yeah yeah that's yeah yeah um i don't know if he's processed that yet i think that he's i think sabooks is i th so i've been thinking about this and certain things that 
and I don't even think I've told Joe this, um, but I've been thinking about. I don't like what? it when you think about stuff and don't tell me. Right, dude? <laughs> it's part of our relationship, dude. Um, <clears throat> I think he's compartmentalizing a lot of things. And I think that those things are manifesting in certain ways. I mean, he punches everybody. like, And that's kind of come a running joke. And now that hasn't come out yet, so I won't say that. But No, he's punched plenty of people. Yeah, Jake brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> and But I think that he has... I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him. He feels like, you know, his grandfather's dead and now his brother's dead. Now his father has become incredibly weak. Um, and And he's come back and now he's got this good relationship with his family, but he hasn't had a chance to go over there because all these things are happening. And now, you know, they've had this relationship with the Sabah and now they've met. Maybe they haven't, but they've just had a lot of things going on. And I think he's, it's, it's been really hard on him. I think these things are like, they're seriously weighing on him and he's not, um, it's happening too fast to process. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think he hasn't even had a chance to sit. I think if you sit down and think about it, he'll crumble. I think he'll crumble. And I think that's why he hasn't brought it up. He's just going on pure momentum right now. I think so. I think yeah. I think that's really what it is. He's trying to focus on problems with everyone else, and he he's going to have to face that music eventually, and probably sooner rather than later. Right. Okay. So my second part of the question goes to Woody, and okay. not to Sabooks. Anna okay. Set does not ask this. Um, does do you think if he has the time to to sit down, is Sabooks the type of person who will want revenge, or will he? Um, accept the death and um, move on with his life and try to make his brother proud? What, what, what is, what is the reaction? I mean, I don't want to get personally. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get too much into that. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. But I don't know if Woody, I don't know the answer to that question yet. I think that that's going to come with time. What's presented in the world, uh, what has to be faced and, um, and whose fault it is? Yeah. yeah. And so is it and and does he partly blame his grandfather? Does he blame himself? Mm-hmm. Does he Yeah. Yeah, like to be clear cuz it gets kind of muddled in the things we say sometimes. So demons can't come from outside of the city in. Right. Like the city is sealed. Right. It is they've done a good enough job where it can't come from outside in. So there's someone in the city that is doing this, uh, and you guys thought it was Jisco uh-huh. and murdered his ass, but then he had a demon inside of him. So someone put Ow. that demon in there, right? Like, oh, okay. So where, who put that in? Absolutely, Jisco? but I also think that Sabuks, on some level, and at some point of subtext, feels like it's him who's causing this, right? These issues. I think Sabuks is like well, maybe this is me. Like I've just come back to this city and now these things are happening. And I mean, when you really think about it, yeah. In terms of when we think about playing this game, Mm -hmm. we don't think about the consequences of these small characters that we never meet. Like Sabooks and I think Woody, I personally think about 
What about the guy who had the demon rip out of his back? Yeah. Is he the cause? Like, is Sabuks the cause of that? I mean, that's something I think about personally, like that Woody thinks about. I'm like, well, and you like, know, we listen to it and married? that advances the story. But like, how does that affect? Was Sabuks? he married? Was he a father? Yeah. Like, did he have a bunch of kids? Like, we'll never know. We'll never look into that guy. I mean, maybe you guys will, but that'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, is in terms of gaming, we, right. we kind of. Yeah, absolutely. We kind of throw these people who are dead yeah cannon fodder uh, dude aside yeah. and so i think that's something that well, yeah, is dead. It, they don't matter anymore yeah exactly <laughs> okay you know so that's i think that's what i think that's what sabooks thinks about a lot so he i mean there's a lot of things that that are going on like i said onion he's very layered yeah nice man i don't so i think this is woody asking a question to laura okay um in terms of that how do you feel in it a way Why do you know this question? No, Why I are you don't laughing? know the question. I'm just <laughs> okay. laughing at the buildup. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Um and I've been thinking about questions I was like, for what's both coming? you guys. I'm nervous. <laughs> but I, I don't think it's that. Well, maybe it is, fuck. Uh, <laughs> you become incredibly attached to your characters. And we've talked about this. Yeah. Um do you think if Mona uh-huh. did perish? Yeah. How long how long would it take Laura uh get over losing her? Um Ooh, good <laughs> oh question. God. Okay, so good I guess question. for context, I had a character who didn't die. We just ended the campaign. And it took me about a year, and now I'm writing a book about it. <laughs> so yeah. um, that's a true story. <laughs> Yeah, and she By lived. By the way, you know I what the name lived. of that book should actually be? What? He's not your real father. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm a little, I can't play a character effectively unless I'm invested. Of course. Um, You're a method role player. Yeah, I'm a method You're a method role, role player, player, dude. You're the Willem Dafoe of <laughs> role playing. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> nice, dude. Uh, it would feel like, uh, yeah, part of me was dying. That's, I mean, it still feels like a little, that a little bit with Aina, even though I still get to live in her world when I'm writing, but, um, it still feels like, like I, I miss her. Um, and so I, I think I would feel very similar. I mean, about Mona and I, how long would it take? It would yeah. probably take, I mean, I would have the distraction of a new character. <laughs> Break up terms here. Um, but I feel like it would be a rebound character and I would have a hard time with it. Right. And you just kind of maybe throw them away real quick and then build your like real character. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> There'd the be the rebound one, character. The, like, and then, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it would take, I think, I think it would take a poor rebound character at at the very least. It would take like three months of serious mourning. I think about that book. Uh, have you guys read that book? Red shirts? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's a story about, um, the red shirts on Star Wars or Star Trek. Sorry. Yep. Sorry for all you Trekkies. Uh, I am also. I'm okay with it. I love both. I love both equally. You're a Star Trek dude. I love both of them. Yeah. Um, I would have to say I'm a Star Wars person. Anyway. I like um, all the red shirts on the Trek, uh, the Trek show basically going and dying like in all these missions and stuff. And um, whenever just red shirts are around, there's always like these big problems that they can't really solve. And, um, 
And then like the captain or the science engineer will walk in and all of a sudden like everything starts to make sense and like things just work out. Yep. And, and they're like, what the fuck is happening here? And this one guy starts to understand it. And then he somehow realizes that in See, an, transcend, in an like, alternate yeah. universe, um, someone is writing these people out. And so he's just writing all of these red shirts deaths. Nice, and so I, wor I worry about Laura's rebound characters <laughs> in an alternate universe being, being created shirts. and yeah. then just like, yeah, just getting murdered, like running hard. into battle screaming and not knowing why they're doing it. Like I'm going to die. Nice. man. So just speaking of stuff like that, um, I will going to nerd out here super hard. If you have not watched the show black mirror, you should watch the show Black Mirror, and you should watch the episode The USS Callister. Okay, I'm gonna throw that out there for you. Is it? It's watch it. To that it's will fuck you up, dude. Right. It's so good, and it's an anthology series, so you won't miss out on anything. Right. You can watch right. any episode yeah. you want to. But Black I Mirror, saw the first season, USS yeah, Callister. There should be more anthology series. Yeah. I saw the one. That's cool. It's like I won't. Up. I won't even go there because yeah. there's so, yes, there fucking should be. Yeah. It's like a fucked up Twilight Zone. I. You know, I don't get to put out any declarative statements on Twitter, so this is my time. <laughs> there should be more anthology shows. Um, and well, I didn't write into the notes. I forgot about you asking me a question. Uh, do you want me to ask you a question yeah, right let's now? Let's do it. Um, is this to me or Anderson? Yeah, no, I think this is to James. Okay. Um, why don't you play? What was the choice by not playing a wisdom based character? Um. What what was the choice of specifically playing an alchemist? Because I know I know you. Well, we've known each other for a while, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just it was very surprising to me when you decided to play this type of character. Well, I often play wisdom based characters, and I base right. I base all my characters on wisdom um, because a perception is the king stat in Pathfinder. Um, so I always did that just to like try Especially to Especially in second edition. Yeah. More now than ever. That's yeah. my fucking yeah. Yeah, here we go. Um, you made Anna said's dump stat is wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. that's not a joke. I yeah. we joke about it. I but joke about that's it. That's the true yeah. fact. Is that my yeah. I think it's my dump stat too. Minus um, I think most of us, because you're not great at perception either, right? I think we all aren't great at wisdom. Anyway. Um <laughs> That's why I love you guys. Uh I did it because I had an idea of creating, like, I talked about it in the preface of, which I did not follow through with this with Anaset. He's nothing like Rocket Raccoon uh, anymore. That's that's for the best. But that's who that's Woody's like Rocket Raccoon, yeah. naturally. But that's who I based my... <laughs> I love you guys. That was your original you. concept. Yeah. Right. For, like, a, a person who's, like, running around with bombs, like, throwing them at his friends carelessly. Like, yeah. Not thinking about it, because he's like, everyone should be as smart as I am. That's kind of, like, what, what I wanted to base my character on. So charismatic in a way because just everyone is like i love how shitty that guy is like love to hate them kind of thing mm -hmm. um but also uh just not not super wise in his ways like he's he's so smart um so he knows how to do stuff but he doesn't know how to carry it out well um that's kind of why i wanted to play someone who didn't is that have a, a struggle for for you it's a struggle as, for me as the because player i like i love wisdom like more than intelligence ever Wisdom, I will choose someone who's wise over someone who's intelligent any day because they are going to be the person who's going to like take things slow and handle things well, as opposed to the person who's just like, I know the answer, so it doesn't matter. Like, those are the type of people who will let like 500 people die to save like 
5,000 in those 80s movies that, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like where the wisdom people are like, but we could try to save everyone. Right. And But then maybe like, fail. Superhero movies. And not save anyone. Maybe that's yeah, not Yeah, but the wisdom. person who's intelligent right. could also fail. I right, mean, totally. It's, it's totally yeah. possible. Anyway, but, yeah. that's sort of my thought process behind that. Cool. Do you, I, who can, do you follow? Like Einstein or Confucius? Confucius. You know, I, like... Even, even though he's super confusing, I would follow him. Einstein's got some cool shit to say, though. It's a tough call. Yeah. I, 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 bat, I personally I mean, but, battle but, with that all the time. But also, Einstein was also wise. Mm, he was a weird fucking dude. Just because you're weird doesn't mean you can't be wise. Fair he wasn't good at math. Fair Not trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, mean, good at math in real life. Yeah, he was... And anyway, anyway, sorry. I, I love Einstein. That's okay. I also have a question for Joms. Ooh, not for Anaset? Bring no, it back. Uh, it's for Anaset. Well, I have a follow-up question to Woody's question. Why the hell don't you ever play Paladin? You would make such a great Paladin. I know. You I, would... Okay, James would play a lawful good character like nobody's business. He'd play the best lawful good character. And mm-hmm. I can't fucking play a lawful good character. Are, Why I was might, this the choices we made? Those are two true statements. I might build a, I might build a Paladin next. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that another question? No, that's... Yeah? Oh, is that a you uh, question? I'm gonna. That was one oh, of my. Yeah, okay, okay. so we're not gonna touch okay. that. We yeah. won't touch that. But so, I'll touch you, um, what's Joey. the most? So this is for Sabooks from oh. Mona. <laughs> Do you mean for Anaset? Fuck! Oh, <laughs> you hideest! <laughs> fuck! You fucking are hideous. Not Mona. You, Laura. <laughs> I love it, dude. I fucking Holy love it. Fucking shit! I should have wrote the freaking character names of <laughs> yep. the question. Yes, you should have. <laughs> what is what is your question for? Uh, Anaset. It's Anaset. This is from Mona. And Mona looks at you and says the right name. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she says, Anaset. What's the right name? Anaset. I look at Sabooks and I'm like, Anaset, you want to answer this? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why do you want to be a Saba'a? Like, what's the most oh, appealing part of question. it? That is a really good question. Um, like, what, what specifically to appeals today? to you? So I've thought about this a lot recently because... Anaset's not a person who likes the idea of power. Um, he's always, really? He's always been a very... He jumped sim- at the chance to be a Salah. But that's yeah. the thing is like I, I looked around and I, I, I used my first interaction with um, uh, Girk and Maul mm-hmm. to base my idea off of why Anaset wants to become powerful and rich. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do it for all the wrong reasons. Right. It's sort of coming out like he might be doing it for all the wrong reasons now <laughs> because he's realizing that with power and, and money comes, comes perfection. It, call, it comes problems and it comes, <laughs> it comes with, yeah, comes with other people who are going to want them to do bad things. Yep. And when you're in power, there's always still someone who has more power over you somehow, somewhere. But, in his mind, he can do the right thing still with that power and money. So that's why he wants it. He wants to he wants to redeem himself. He's done some terrible things in his life. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that that power and that money can help him do good things for people, like fixing up the Warrens and um, kind of trying to help Pandu get his life back on track, yeah. helping his friend out. Um, he wants to use some of that money to... Start a business for his friend uh, if he can ever get him out of jail in Riverwood. Right. Um, he he wants to do better. He wants to do better things and help fix other people's so lives. So he views it as like a platform where he can enact good change yes. in the world. Yes. He's going to, that's his, that's Anaset's idea. That's his to, goal. 
you become a sub ah, then you can make change. You're in a position of power. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So I also have a question that you didn't put in the schedule. Okay. Good. But yeah, it's okay. for all of us. Okay. Group question. Yes. Okay. Group question. So what is your race. favorite class or race or combo thereof to play? Let's start with Woody. Fuck you guys. No. I mean, I, I know my well, answer if you so want to. So James just talked. Uh, Laura asked a question. So it's got to be you. Or it could be me. It could um, be you because you okay, haven't answered no, in a long time. I'll answer it. Uh, uh, so are we talking about Pathfinder 2 or 1? I think. Or overall or anything. I think maybe overall. My okay. question is not in 2E. Yeah. Or my answer is not in 2E. So my, in, a base, in a gaming system, it's based on what you would yeah. like to play. Yeah. My answer would be a uh, Fetchling Nightblade from Pathfinder 1 a shadow race with a shadow class and the synergy there just gives me like nine boners <laughs> or or be a fucking um a sorcerer with the fey bloodline but be the fox the fox person from oh uh 1e the kitsu? Oh, a fox? yeah the kitsu kitsume kitsume yeah a fox fey character yeah a fox Looks fey like character too good no i know yeah those those two so those two they're my answers uh woody um i think i'm the same way as laura is like i have to find something that inspires me about a character um i i do enjoy i you do have a type like a type of yeah combat that you like um, right and it's been very weird i think that i've grown into that but i love chaos like i <laughs> fucking thrive on chaos as a character oh, so really well, no weird you guys would never guess that playing with me um but i think that that's a human characteristic that i like about or any type of characteristic about a being is that there's they make choices and then they're like oh fuck i didn't think that through all the way yeah but i guess character i love gnomes you do i I love gnomes and i love halflings and there are people that are like i don't like those and i'm like okay i also think that charisma is the best stat in the game so i we both love our charisma. yeah i love charisma based characters but i think it could be um i'm gonna say probably it's got to be a mix. I, I love. I loved playing Amagus. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, fucking loved it's it. It's a great. But it's great. but I like specifically the two E sorcerer because you're able to use magic and melee, and you can yeah. do that. And right now, like I truly believe, Sabuks is the ideal character for me. You're like Amagus, yeah. but without having to be Amagus. That's exactly what I was yeah. just saying. Dude. Like it's it's awesome. And and I, I was here the whole time. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> But I so I, I I love sorcerers and I think I've told Joe I like sorcerers oracles. Um, I played an, an oracle in a, when we were playing the Carrion Crown campaign called Haja. He was a gnome, <laughs> uh, a gnome oracle of life. You put great flavor on your um, magic characters. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And so I, and I didn't used to be that way. I only loved playing melee based characters, but I really love magic characters. But I don't like wizards. I think wizards can be pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. I think wizards are... I'm not going to get murdered by everybody, <laughs> so I'll keep my mouth shut for now. But I love sorcerers, so I think a gnome sorcerer is my ideal thing. But I would one day love to play a barbarian. I've never done it. You would make a brilliant barbarian. I don't. 
want you to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would know. be utter chaos. We need Maybe a different for a one type shot. of campaign. We would need to do yeah. a one shot. I couldn't yeah. play a barbarian for did, a campaign. James, did you answer this one already? No, not no. yet. Okay. I'm just finishing no. mine. Uh, I think everyone knows my answer to that. Um, yeah. Well, they don't. I don't know. I, I Maybe I'll guess don't. it. Yeah. Can I guess yeah, it? I, is it a monk? Uh, it's a monk. <laughs> is yeah. it an Asimar monk? No. It is an Asimar monk, actually. I... I would love to play an Azamar monk and hand to hand in my first ever game in Pathfinder. I played a Zen archer monk, which was fucking cool. Um, they are fun as shit. But you missed. Did you miss the getting? I did miss like kind of getting up in everyone's. I mean, I could still right, right. as as uh, a Rav, but um, I didn't have a lot of freedom to like you know, use my fists in the powerful ways that they could be used. You can easily play a lawful good monk. Yeah, I yeah. could. I could. I did with the Rav. I hear Wasn't he lawful good? Yeah, the Rav? probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um fucking sleeping in the um, in the closet on the right <laughs> side. Yeah. I hear I hear monks in two E. I haven't read them yet because I, I haven't had to, but yeah. I hear they're really good. That's nice. what Tommy I, from Black Dragon Game. I actually was just started reading uh I was just like, you know what? I should read about the other classes. And I was like Oh, these are good. Yeah. I still like Black Sorcerer, but I was like, oh, these are good. Yeah. So what about you, Laura? Um, so freaking Joey stole mine. Mine Sorry. is being a Nightblade. Yeah. Uh, Nightblade is so much fucking fun. I it mean, is I, both. She wants ma- to play That's yeah. my, the character that I was obsessed with and am writing a book about. Um, <laughs> that's I, I, you know, she was a Nightblade. She was a damn fear Nightblade, which yeah. is, um, a half, um, vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a really fun backstory to play, but the, my favorite parts about her, what? <laughs> it's not your real father. It's not your real father. Shut up. Um, I guess was, no charisma. <laughs> my, my favorite thing about playing that character was mm, the juice. The juice? Was yeah, it the juice? It was the juice. No, it, it was the, the class. I loved playing the class. The combat was so much fun. The spells were like wicked yeah. and I could fucking fly. And that yeah. was fucking awesome. Well, that came from a template. Well, yeah, that came from a template. Yeah. Night, night blades can't fly, but so I spoiled on my first ever game. Yeah, I know. No, I right? know. Laura and I were just talking about we how were like fucking, fucking gods. Those it were was amazing. Time. Templates are great. That's the thing from first edition Pathfinder that they had these things called templates. And at one point I gave everyone a template cause it was awesome. It's and really fun to play a character with so much power. Yeah, totally. And we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. You guys are only third level. Those guys yeah. are still alive. We talked about, Bringing twentieth level back. Yeah. Oh, I want to play a twenty level Aina. Anyway, so so Nightblades, I really love (laughs) that shadow stuff. Like Mm -hmm. she's, um, she loves to like manipulate shadows, and I have this. It's gonna be in the book, but anyways, the like the idea of her like sorry. Check out Um, the first chapter that's gonna be available. uh, Twenty. Fuck off! (laughs) No, 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 no! Nobody gets to read it till it's done. Um, <laughs> but like, she like, you know, is, you know, sitting around and like, you know how people play well, women or men who have long hair, um, like play with their hair when they're just thinking about something else and like twirl their hair around their finger. Um, I have her like twirling, like pulling the, her shadow, shadow up yeah, out of tangible shadows. Yeah. And she's twirling that around her finger and her father thinks it's a bad sign. And my life is tangible shadows. I fucking, <laughs> <sighs> if 
fucking goth for life, dude. In my heart. Um, so should we? Should who's we, got the next question? Well, I think I, I do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jason. It comes from Jason Lillis. Oh, yeah. oh J Dog. Jason Lillis. What's up? Our Jason? main man, the yeah. myth, the motherfucking legend. At Jason Lillis. At Jason Lillis. He doesn't fuck around. He doesn't fuck around. Yeah. He's You're dope pretty as shit. great. And so Jason Lillis's question to the group. Uh-huh. To the group. Would you put together a Spotify a Spotify playlist for your character? <laughs> or name one song that fits them super well? At least one for every Twitter account we have. So we have so oh. <laughs> we have art. We have Ooh, the three. You got a tough one here, dude. Because no, you know. got to go through three of them, right? Four of them. Well, we can answer. One I don't for know to go who's together. running Mobath and Ash. That's their fucking. Well, all I have own. a good one for Ash. Okay. Well, let's start with uh, who wants to start. Not Which, me. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. I have one for Ash, and I don't have so one for Mona. I, I, I will. I will do it for Sabooks. Yeah. What do um, you got? Some for Sabooks. I. Uh, I think so. Okay. Um. So. Obviously, the character inspiration was a song from a band called Oingo Boingo called Dead Man's Party. Yep. Um, but I was just, uh, I I found this CD from a band that I used to listen to called Brand New. And the title of the album I is actually called, Brand New. It's called The God and Devil Are Raging Inside of Me. Oh, well, there it nice. is. And so that's the title of the album, but they have a song called Sewing Season. Ooh. And uh, Sewing Season, and I'll read you some of the lyrics, right? Um, and... Mind you, this is a modern band, so just bear with me. But the first set of lyrics goes, was losing all my friends, was losing them to drinking and driving, was losing all my friends, but I got them back. I am on the mend, and at least now I can say that I am trying, and I hope you will forgive the things that I still lack. Towards the end of the song, it says, do you miss the blend, colors she left in your black and white field? Do you feel condemned just being there? I am not your friend. I am just a man who knows how to feel. I am not your friend. I am not your lover. I am not your family. Time to get the seeds into the cold ground. It takes a while to grow anything before it's coming to the end. Nice, man. Is, is that kind of like what Sabooks is like feeling internally? I think so. Like that whole struggle, like things you've lost, things are getting back. And I think you're trying to plant seeds into the cold ground to let them grow, but you have no idea if it's going to work out or not. So yeah, I definitely think so. Um, and you should just, uh, well, I mean, we'll play the song after we get off the podcast. Right, we can't, tonight. we're not allowed to play it. We're not allowed to play it, but um, I, I, music very much inspires me with sure. my characters. And yeah. I've said that before. Um, I played, uh, I think Robin Wright Flynn, mm-hmm. um, who is in this game. Um, time yeah, travel. Robin the Wayfinder, dude. Robin, Robin the Wayfinder yep. is, is, spoiler alert, was a character that I played in a game uh, before that. And um, I think that her her song was a song called The Regulator by Clutch. Um, Joey not actually, by Warren G. And not, not Regulators. Right. Regulator by Clutch. But yeah, so I think Sewing Season by Brand New. So yeah, um, if you want to get a little feel for Sabooks and how he's feeling right now, I think that's a great one to listen to. Yeah, Jason, I um, that's a great question because I, I actually did that uh, for a campaign that we started, I had them each come up with a theme song. Basically, they each came up with three songs for their characters, and that was that's a super fun thing uh, for new DMs or new games. Try that; that's really fun. What's Sunkey's theme song? Oh fuck, man! Um, 
first of the month by Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> You're the best. Yeah, it, it's first of the month, dude. That's right, that's Sunkey's Sunkey's the best. Yeah, that's his theme song, <laughs> dude. All right, what about you guys, James, Laura? Oh, Sean told me. Um, Sean from Elder's Dream mm-hmm, told mm-hmm. me that whenever um, Sunkey says I'm the best, we have to play the song really quietly. All right, because you're the best around oh, from the Karate Kid. No one's ever going to get you down. So we don't we, have the rights to that. If we can get the that. rights yeah. to that, Sean, we'll do it. But I doubt we will. <laughs> I swear to God, if we do, we will do it, though. That's a promise. Um, yeah, James, what about uh, Anaset? Yeah, man? no, I was super curious about Laura's also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I, <laughs> no, you're okay, can I, can I, can I, can I actually think, can I actually have one for Anaset? Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, ooh, this is just, ooh, do you I'll see name? if I accept it, but please. Okay. Um, there's a song in the beginning of Revenge of the Nerds when they set the house on fire. <laughs> Burning down the house. <laughs> That's a good uh, one. House. Boom. Burning down the house. Yeah. I just, I, this is like, that just popped the into my head. The Talking song? Yeah. <laughs> also, the Talking Heads inspired a song by Sabooks, too. That'd be a little close to heart for him, but right. maybe. Uh, I was, maybe, uh. It's probably on the playlist. In honor of his belt, you spin me right round. Oh, yeah, that's a you good song. You spin oh, yeah. me right round, <laughs> I was baby, thinking, right um, round. I was thinking about this song from Sylvanesso, but I was just reading the lyrics while Woody was doing his description. Mm-hmm. And it's a little dark for what I wanted, but the thought of it is kind of there. Because dark is beautiful. Now that I've met, um. Uh, Tiffany and I've met some friends who are close to me like I kind of want to slow down a little bit and yeah. like my idea after I ran away was like I'm just gonna fucking burn my life away like I gotta I gotta get away but I gotta you know just whatever happens happens. You can't feel pain till you feel love. Yeah and like experimenting with my chemicals like a lot more uh, <laughs> a lot like really volatile chemicals yeah, and now okay. now that I like have friends and, and, and uh, a girlfriend kind of slowed down a little bit um, and taking things a little more seriously. And like, I realize now that, that I'm a Saba, I have responsibilities to the Warrens and taking care of those people there. So yeah, Die Young by Sylvanesso, which is a great song too. Nice dude. I know Laura's still over here figuring it out. So that's okay. (laughs) Um, okay. On, on Sabuksha's playlist still uh, is Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. So Ma Veth. Oh, yes. Um, Right in two by Tool. Oh, nice! Oh, fuck you! She just looks down at the world and fuck is like, yeah. "This is what you're doing." Like she's the goddess of death, right? So she sees everybody, unless something bad happens to their soul and they got sucked away by a demon. But she sees most everybody, um, and she's just like, "Y'all should be doing better." But then she looks at Malak and is like, "Oh, you guys got it right." She Mavet just hates our world. I got a question for Joey. Yeah, sure. How does Lystra feel about Mona interacting with someone who doesn't believe in deities? So that's you can't not believe. Th- that's in a deities. question that I was. I, it's one hundred percent possible because people deities don't just make their presence known all the time. So so you can choose on, to believe. So or not believe. no, this is a it's off topic, but it's a good question because so honestly, for Anaset not to Anaset is basically a flat earther. Yeah. Like you haven't seen proof that the gods exist, yeah. even though it's clearly obvious that they do. You Wait, haven't seen it for yourself. Obvious. Super I mean, obvious. There Sabuks are people walking. Is a divine spellcaster. <laughs> okay. Mona gets her powers directly from a deity. Like right, but it's and when I obvious. upset my goddess, she. But there I could be another explanation to it. Like it could be like people seeing a radio for the first time well, and thinking like. 
oh, that's, that's, God must be doing that, but it's just radio waves, like a thing that exists. So that's what Anaset sort of thinks about it is like, yeah, I haven't seen I any physical you, proof of deities. So right. Like, but that's the thing. It's, it's the whole idea of like, I've never, whenever I look at the earth, I see it's flat. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. that same so kind of, of mindset. Yeah. But it's not so much of like, I don't believe as much as like, there's no proof for that. Right. And that, yeah, that's. Don't so, worry. Sort of what I mean, but but for flat Earth, it's, it's <laughs> there will there's, it's a little different for flat Earthers and Anna said to believe it that way though because like there's proof that the Earth is not flat. But there's proof in the world that gods exist. If you okay, walked into yeah. one of the temples and like asked for a sign, you might you would get one. You okay. might get one. So Anna said doesn't not believe. He just maybe doesn't believe in the idea. Right. Of, following you so, don't have to believe in the idea of venerating right. back it on makes more sense. right 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 yeah, back on uh back on subject though that was a good one uh mona and laura yeah what song for jason jason wants to know what song okay so mona. i probably i really like making spotify playlists and i've never thought about making one for Mona before so I'm already like I'm on a flurry here I've I've written down four songs for Mona I have a song for Malak and a song for Esh and um is it Firestarter by Orgy <laughs> and a song for um Sabooks Sabooks okay, you're pointing at me but I thought you were gonna say Anaset so I cut you off <laughs> no I, I had it right let's, let's okay. hear him let's hear him okay so my song for Malak is Come Sail Away Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, by Sticks. Yep. Love and then um, my song for Ash is What It Is to Burn um, by Finch. Okay. <laughs> um, which in high school was like my favorite band ever. Uh, Sweet, dude. Look and that then, up, folks. Yeah. My, well, I mean, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's very indicative of the time that I was in high school. Um, but... Uh, and then uh, for Sabooks, I did um, You May Be Right by um, Billy Joel. Oh, nice. <laughs> you may be right. But you I may, may be, be crazy. crazy. But I, I just might be the lunatic you're looking Fuck for. Fuck it. It goes along with the psycho killer from the <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Fun, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so for Mona, I'm just like picking parts of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, I started with no diggity. Um, she's, I'm just, this is what I feel yeah, for Mona. Totally. Okay? Mm. Mona um, walking down the street. Yeah. Um, and then I hope you dance by, um, fucking oh, that's the dude, I hope you really, she's it's motherhood. Man. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was yeah, that was my first dance song at my wedding with my mom. No, was not your really? first dance song. It's your dance with your mom. mom. Your yes. dance song mom with your mom. Yeah. Mom, yeah. And, yeah. oh, that's cute. I danced to um, the baby by Blake Shelton with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, sexual healing. Yeah. Well, fuck. Um, good call. That's just for our campaign, though. Um, and so, and then uh, Rocky like a hurricane, just because I think that's what plays in her head while mm-hmm. she's fucking shit up. Yeah, we fucking love the '80s at this table, <laughs> dude. We have problems. New music is terrible. That's not true. There's plenty of good stuff out there. Yeah, I'm actually, sure. none of those are current. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of good new music. I just don't. Mine know was what it mine is. was new. I think when oh, she's okay. drinking nice mimosas, work, she um and she's like boning de rib. She has drunken love playing in her head. 
Beyonce. So that's a little newish. Surfboard. So like two albums, like three albums been, ago. <laughs> there's been three albums that I've listened to the most when thinking about this campaign and thinking about what's going to happen next. Um, and one of them is Seven Son of a Seven Son by Iron Maiden. Uh, the other one is The Queen of Time by Amorphous. And the third one is Panic Priest by Panic Priest. And those are the three ana- the three albums I have in my mind when I'm like thinking about the game. Like if I want to tune everything out else out, like I'll go on a walk. And if I just want to think about the game and what's going to happen next, I throw on one of those three albums. Um, so check those out. Nice. Well, that was a great question, Jason. Yeah, good job, Jason. And, uh, the, we'll, we'll, we answered the f- second part. We may or may not get onto the first part because yeah, I don't. I'm not very good at playlists. I'm, um, I'm, I'm. I've got fuck it. I've I'm got so four. Making a I've playlist. got like four or five songs. So now I'll have to. I'll so put it on a, Twitter or out there. Is that a thing you can do? Is like put yeah. together a Spotify. That's and the share whole reason to have yeah, Spotify. Easily. Oh, okay. So, I don't know so how. Books and Mona might get right on that. Right. Anaset's gonna take some time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right now, Dead Man's Party, fucking my breakup playlists are fucking gold. I just want to say, are you gonna share those? I mean, you you're welcome to listen to. We don't have a Patreon. Yeah, you can listen to my breakup playlist. When we do get a Patreon, that's gonna be one of the rewards. I am happily married, folks, and I I still love breakup music. Speaking (laughs) of Patreon stuff, um, there has been a running secret joke going on. that Derek and Joey kind of were giving me, so I'm 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 going to share it with everybody right now. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Um. So Joey was talking about a show called Z Nation, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the verses, it's and I told show. him to fuck off. Yeah. Um. Multiple times. Um. And then Derek brought up. Uh, Derek started quoting lines, quoting lines from the show, saying, uh, "Any chance you can catch up with specifically my whose lines, Woody? Mine. Whose lines were they? Dude? <laughs> uh, in a in a former life, I don't do this anymore. I'm a graduate student uh, now and work for uh, I'm a tour manager for a theater company. But I, in a former life, I was a professional actor, um, and I was on a show called Z Nation, um, and I was in an episode of the show." Uh, where I played a private in the army and had to ask the lieutenant if there was any chance I could catch up with my unit tonight. And that's why Derek kept fucking saying it. So in, yeah, chapter two, verse one or two, I, I forget. It was chapter uh, verse one. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah. Derek keeps... Uh, any chance I can catch up yeah, with my unit tonight. Syndrome. And that's Sindri. Fucking shit. You yeah. say it wrong, wrong all time. over the place. I'm the worst person. So I'm that's a terrible uh, that's person. Some, some good. So there's there's a internal internal joke stuff. Yeah. So that's an that's an internal joke that'll let you in on. Um, Check out Z Nation, folks. Yeah. I, I've never. Even I don't seen talk that. about it because it was just a different. It was a different career that I had for a while, and that's how I met Laura and stuff. But um, it's fun to share with you guys and. If anyone gets, if anyone and is even ever too. remotely fucking interested in what season or episode that is, I will, you can tweet at me yeah. and I will tell you what it is and you can watch. WWWJ, what is it? No, it's WWWD. Oh, fuck, I don't even What would Woody do? Yeah, what would Woody do? WWWD 53. What would Woody do? 53. And you can, yeah. It's my high school football number. Oh, God. I was born in 1953. (laughs) I was born in 1953. And so, hey, if you're interested in what season or episode that was, I'll tell you, and you can watch me uh, get my... You can actually watch my 
watch me get my brains blown out, dude. Sweet. Nice. So, it's fun. So I think we have <laughs> one. Everybody's nice. like, fuck yeah, Woody got killed. Awesome. <laughs> We've got one last question. So it's right? over to, it's over. Well, we got a series yeah. of questions. It's all you, from, Joey. Well, I, you, I have several questions. So go, go for, it. for it. Are we out of questions from our listeners? Yeah. yeah. So th- okay. thank you everyone yeah. for all the questions. That was super kind. Absolutely. Thanks and, so much. Yeah. We appreciate your support. Yeah, so I think we'll uh, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, do, do any of the three of you have anything else to say? Um, you know, I don't have any other questions to ask, but I just um, I want to say uh, thank you to everyone who has listened to us, who follows us. Um, we really appreciate it. We we truly are just four friends who get together on Sunday afternoons, and we started playing this together. And we drink a lot of cocktails. We have a lot of fun and. The main purpose, I guess the mission of this is we hope that when you listen to this, you feel like you're sitting at the table with us, uh, drinking a cocktail with us. And um, we love you. We appreciate all of you. Um, and again, if you have questions for us, you know, shoot us a shoot us a question anytime you want to. And we'll answer it on Instagram or Twitter and um, tell your friends because we tell our friends and uh, take it easy. And like I say uh, on Twitter... Peace, love, and roll the dice, y'all. Word to that. Uh, And I just want to say this has been so much fun, and we really appreciate all the questions. Um, I I really want to do this again with you guys. This um, was so much fun in the way that we came up with new things to say and new things to ask. Um, And, yeah, I think we'll do this again. So if you guys have any more questions, feel free to reach out on Twitter with the hashtag still, MalakQA. Or if you want to just email us questions, we'll... We'll answer them through email if we don't do this again. We'll we'll get your questions asked, answered, <laughs> and asked, and asked, and, and asked. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's been really great to do this. We started doing this podcast because we were sitting around thinking about how fun it would be to have things recorded of the shit that we do, <laughs> and I um, uh, really love that you guys. Uh, want to do that journey with us because, um, uh, you know, everybody needs more tabletop role playing in their lives. And so the more we can spread the better. Um, yeah, that's true, man. I, I mean, tabletop role playing games are fantastic and just, yeah. Thank you so much for following along with our weird shit. Uh, we're four weird folks that have come together and formed something way better than the sum of our parts. And just thanks for listening. And we'd like to send you off with a four can salute.
And if you're sitting next to a group of friends, uh, why don't you pass them a beer out of your space bag?